Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 12th. It is halfway to Christmas Eve. Wow. If you think about it that way. Ho, ho, ho. We're here again with Skylar Farwell. The conversation is not over. So we're talking about anything and everything, but I want to talk about space. So let's get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Today we don't have a beer review necessarily because I think we've re- reviewed all these beers already. Oh, all right? Okay. Yeah. So we've got a mixed bag here that... I was thirsty, so I just grabbed some beer. So we can just go ahead and dive in. I'm going to go with this one. What is it? Ooh, this is a Raytown Common. We actually didn't review this beer. We discussed it, I think, um, before. This is one of the beers that um, one of the beers that we tried at the Beers, Bands, and Public Lands thing, the Nick's concert. Um, it's not a twist off, obviously, but I'm so pumped. This is like a shit, like a shit good game because it's just like a fucking Russian roulette of grab a beer out of the box and oh, drink wow. what it is. Good shit. What do you got? I got a, uh, I got a Kansas Territory Locomotion Stout. That's a good beer, actually. Is that I like, so? That's another like one that we haven't reviewed on the podcast, but oh. that was one that I just tried that I wanted to review at some point. Um, and Skyler looks like he's got a herd law. I do. A herd law looks like the cover of uh, Red Dead Redemption. Really? Dude, it. that game looks so good. I haven't played it yet. A mixed bag of beer reviews here. Locomotion Stout. Come visit us in Washington, Kansas. Our tap house and brewery always welcome you to stop by and say hi. Might have to. Whoops. Well, hate to stop by and say hi, Kansas Territory Brewing. So yeah, Crane Brewing Company, Raytown Common. Um, this is in Raytown, Missouri, right? Yeah, yeah, brewed and bottled in Raytown, Missouri. So friendly neighbor, Kansas City area, maybe a little south of there. Um, this is how you pour a Raytown Common, by the way. Stop. So I we, don't know what happened to that beer. Man. We had a I, friendsgiving, and Trey tried to pour one of these out into a glass, and it was like ninety percent foam. Yeah, I, I just must have been like the end of something because yeah, I, I liked the beer. The beer was fine, but it, it literally like completely turned. It was like champagne. It was mm. insane. So I'm looking forward to it. What's yours? You said a herd law what? Herd law. Honey wheat ale. Oh, I've heard good things from somebody that That's I know. That's this one. This is the Kinkater one. I want to try that. I want to try that one. Is that how you pronounce that? Kinkater? Kinkater. Kinkater. Kinkater herd law. I reviewed that on Friday's podcast two weeks ago at this point. Not last Friday, but the Friday before that. So if you didn't catch that beer review, go check it out. That was my monologue episode that I had a really tough time with, actually. <laughs> But yeah, so we are here again with Skylar Farwell. Had a great conversation with him on Friday, talking about twins and space and uh, him being a law student and everything like that. And we decided that the conversation was not over and we wanted to bring you back. So thanks for being back again. Yeah. Conversation is never over. You know, that's what I'd like to think. A couple friends like us having a couple beers, we could just... Yeah, I mean, I could talk about the color of that, uh, the wall, honestly. We could argue about that. I don't know what you'd call the color of the wall. You color know what's contrast? crazy? You know what's crazy about colors is that 
the way I see a color and the way that you see a color is two completely yeah. different things. Absolutely. So why are we, yeah, maybe colorblind people are just like a heightened ability to see things. Because at one point in your life, you were told that that color is blue. Yeah. Right. And that this color is gray or this color is black or whatever. Yeah. You were told that that is blue. And it doesn't matter if you see it as red. You could see it how I see red, but you were like, okay, that's blue. Yeah. So how weird is that? What if we're all just being fucking punked by Ashton Kutcher since we were born? So you're saying if there's like an an unlimited color spectrum, like there's just an unlimited... I don't, I don't know how to I say don't, that. I think there's an unlimited, like he's saying there's an unlimited perception of color, right? Everyone it, sees color. It doesn't, even have to, it doesn't have to be unlimited. Like colors aren't unlimited. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Which you could probably argue that they're close. Yeah, there's a million colors, yeah. Um, I'm saying that the way, like your blue could be the same as my red. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm swallowing. And it's not like a million different combination. It's just that. Those two things are interchangeable, but we were both taught that that color is blue. Oh, I'm smelling your shit, bud. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Can you smell it? Kind of. I wouldn't. You run into some conflict though with, when you bring in like like three people, for example. So no. in, in one, you wouldn't run into any Not conflict. If each person no. was told that that color was that color because you come in unbiased. You come in as a blank slate, and your teacher or your parent or whatever says this is blue, or this. the book says this is blue. This is this is peach. But you also might see this as fucking orange. My orange might be your peach, or his green might be your peach. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's told this is peach. I understand. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around. So what if what if you're in kindergarten, and you learn the colors with one teacher, and you get into first grade, and that teacher's also teaching you colors, and the two teachers view different colors differently? They or, won't. Or why is that? They view them differently, but they all know that color that they're seeing at that one point in time as a certain color because they were taught by the people who taught them and they were taught by the people who taught them. See what I'm saying? They're looking at one single color and it doesn't matter what that color is. They just know that that shade or that pigment is X, orange. They right. say this is orange. And it doesn't, orange is not necessarily the color, it's Right, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's a designated word for what they're telling us it is. Boom. The goddamn man. I'm just kidding. Uh, colors blow my mind a little bit. I've said that for a long time. They're just... Can dogs see color? I, they say no, right? <clears throat> so, I always thought that dogs were colorblind, and I knew, and this might not be true in new televisions, but te- TVs are... The screens on a TV are comprised of a bunch of different colored, like red, blue, and... Green, RPG. Green colors in the little pixels. So like an LED TV. A dog shouldn't be able to see that because it's comprised of colors, and a dog is colorblind... It would still pick up motion, right? They just don't distinguish the different colors. So, like, so it, would it would still just look like, like a, a, a like like a duller version of what you're looking at, like a like a less vibrant, I would think. Or shades of white and black, gray. Yeah. There's still motion so, happening, but I don't think it's because dogs can obviously watch TV because Rudy does it all the time. Yeah, and he can pick out certain things because if there's a horse on TV, 
eyes are fucking glued to the screen. I don't know what it is, but <sighs> maybe dogs aren't colorblind. I don't know. We should go ask him. Hey, Rudy. <laughs> he said he wasn't. And now everybody's wrong and they're stupid for thinking gotcha. that. Gotcha. But yeah, we're down here again. It is Wednesday. Chilling. Drinking some beers. Uh, Raytown Common. Like it. We never went... I, I get back to Friday. We never gave our final thought on the beer that we had. The Avalanche. We usually do the thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, yeah, we didn't get. We didn't give the thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, well, I mean, I'll tell you what I would think. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thumbs up, easy. Thumbs up. That was a really good beer. So instead of giving it like a number, like one through ten, we just say thumbs up, thumbs down. Would you buy it again, or would you recommend your friend buy Avalanche Amber Ale? You've had it before. You picked it out again, so I'm guessing that you're a thumbs up. Yeah, gotcha. Thumbs up. Would easy. you recommend it to somebody? Like, I hey, would you should try it. this. I'm not a I'm not a beer connoisseur. I I enjoy all kinds of beer. There's only been one beer that I just did not like. What was it? I took one sip. I can't remember the name of it. It was some fancy beer like with 13% mm. alcohol content. And I took one sip and I just couldn't do it. It was like in one of those like half growlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a tall, tall bottle. Yeah. But outside of that, uh, I would drink anything and recommend pretty much anything. Whoa. Um, me and Dom, so me and Dom said the same thing when we first started this. Like I, I forced myself to try a lot of different beers prior to this whole project of the podcast that we put on. Um, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. Like I did not like IPAs. Couldn't hardly drink an IPA. Um, now I'm like, I like like IPAs. Like me and Dom, are like like we've kind of went through this evolution together. I feel like now we're like sending pictures. Like you got to try this IPA, man. It's so two or good. three years back that locomotion stout. I wouldn't have had anything to do with. Yeah. But it's just different, and I I don't know I I like drinking stuff like that. It's not like I would get it every day, no. And it's not like I would get it in all seasons either. Yeah, it's just something a little different. So tell us about the locomotion stout. So it's it's a good stout. Uh, I'm not a, and that's one thing I can say is I don't drink a lot of stouts. I think it's like a, like you just said, it's like a winter thing to yeah. me. Um, uh, let me let me get another drink of this then. Okay. Better, we'll come bit. back to you, okay? Skyler has the Kincader Herdlaw Honey Wheat Ale. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I don't know if I've had a ton of Honey Wheat Ales. I don't know if that's even really a, a big thing. I mean, a wheat beer. Uh, I have no idea. I've heard of Honey Wheats before, but I don't know if they're yeah. like super common. I don't know. The label's sick, though, isn't it? The label is pretty cool. A little Wild West theme. It makes, seems makes really me want to buy it. And the taste makes me want to buy it. Oh. Good beer. You like it? Yeah. Thumbs up already. Do you have any comments on it? Like, what what, what it makes you think of or what it, what it tastes like? Any strong flavors you got going on? See, I, I'll admit, I'm I'm not a... I feel like this is, you know, an art situation where you look at a piece of art and you're like, oh, it's a nice piece of art. <laughs> I'm like... Like, we're... I'm colorblind to art, you know? Yeah. I'm fucking blind to, and I, you know, craft brewing is yeah, we're, an art. I'm learning as well because it used to be whatever was cold and I could drink a lot of yeah. to hang out with my buddies kind of thing. But now it's, as I've gotten older and wiser, I'm exploring more, I guess. I'm not really getting wiser, but I'm exploring more into the IPAs, the craft beers, the different types of brew so uh 
You asked me, and I'm going to bogart the conversation and talk about it because I'm going to go back to me now. Uh, I tried the uh, the locomotion stout a little bit more. It almost feels smoky. I don't know much about stouts, but also if you can hear me snorting through my nose like a heathen, I'm a little bit uh, congested. So my flavor, my taster is a little bit off, but uh, I don't know. It's a little. It doesn't have the astoundingly strong coffee flavor that most stouts do. Um, am I wrong? I feel like stouts are really coffee, and this one's not so much coffee. There's something else to it. Yeah, um, no, it I almost agree. tastes a little. It almost tastes like maybe it's some sort of nut, but it's it's smoky almost. Hmm. You want to try it, Sky? Yeah, I'll have a little sip. I mean, it's I I don't think stouts my favorite kind of beer, but I like I like stouts. A good stout's kind of nice. That was you hardly could taste that with that. I don't even know if you even tried. Did he even try? I, did. I don't know. I was trying to figure out what he was doing there with his mouth. Is that a whiskey chew, but without whiskey? That's a beer. It's really smooth. It tastes it tastes like a, I, tastes like whiskey or bourbon. I don't know. Yeah, there's like a smoke to it. Like I said, yeah. there's like a smoky, like almost like a like a like a like a rye whiskey's got to it. Mm-hmm. Is that right, or maybe I'm wrong? I think you're right. I think it's spicy, like a rye whiskey. Well, I think one thing we can do is we can go find out. Yeah, from Kansas territory themselves. I'd like to go up there. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I can definitely appreciate somebody in our home state brewing beer. I definitely like it. It's not bad. I would give it a thumbs up because it's definitely like nothing I've ever tried out of a stout. But I'm like again, those slavers over in Missouri at the Raytown Common. Jesus, dude. Jesus. <laughs> those no soul having people. They didn't care about. They didn't care about people. They just wanted to come over here and burn the free state. That's all they wanted to do. That's right. I uh. No, I, I wish so. So what? One thing I'm looking forward to learning, and, and I probably should just do my due diligence and learn now. But um, I'd rather learn from some sort of conversation with somebody. Is I want to know like what are the characteristics you should expect out of each type of beer. So like this is a stout. I, you know, in my opinion, I've never tried a ton of them like we've talked about, but I definitely think that out of ones that I've tried, coffee's been like an overwhelming flavor in all of them. So is that like if I buy a stout, is that what I'm supposed to expect coming from somebody who's like a a skilled brewer or skilled beer maker or someone who knows? I'm ignorant to most of that. I know I'd try something. If it tastes good, I'd drink it. If it doesn't, I don't buy it again. Um, So am I stupid for thinking that, you know, that this is what I should be expecting or am I trying bad beer that tastes the way it does? So I have no idea. That's a good question. Um, and that's what I've been I've been trying to learn too. Is that I listen to people who review beers, who review the craft beers specifically, and they're picking out like the weirdest shit. Like, oh, it's got a hint of, you know, it's got a hint of citrus, or it's got something like I I haven't got there. I haven't expanded my palate. Yeah, enough. You know, there's probably there. a certain way to try it that helps you do it too. Yeah, getting them in these glasses, these fancy glasses. Have that's helped. huge. Yeah. I always used to just drink it out of bottles like a Neanderthal, so. Makes you burp like 16 times worse too, doesn't it? The Raytown Common, you think it came out fuzzy when you poured it? It was unbearable trying to drink it out of a bottle. Yeah. I don't even know where I read that. I think I saw it on a Facebook video that was like, the reason that you pour beer out of a bottle is mm-hmm. because it, it helps dis, to like dissipate the carbonation in the bottle. But if you drink it out of the bottle, you're going to burp a lot worse. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, they're right. <laughs> and so I drank a bunch of bottles over Thanksgiving. I was like, burping for three days and miserable that makes total sense you should try so i can just see peeking into the mis- the mystery bag here um is that empyrean watchman ipa it's good yeah you I'll should try, try that it. you guys if you 
get thirsty, you can both try it, and I'll take this herd law. Since you've already tried, he just he yeah. just pawned off the beer that he didn't want and kept the beer he wanted. No, that I'm just IPA, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the IPA <laughs> really ch- is good. That's some cheap shit you just did there. I, I mean, want- I'd hate to drink the herd law. <laughs> I really want you guys. Nah, to Now we'll that. we'll split her in half. Me and Sky will. Or so I'll split it most myself and give him a little bit. We'll come back and get our other thoughts on these other beers too. I guess since we've got a mixed bag, hey, but draw it on your table, like check mark for good. Or that's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, going back to the Crane Brewing Company, the Raytown Common. I'll give it a thumbs up. I really do enjoy it. I did try drinking it out of the bottle there when I first got him, and it was, whew, it was tough. Um, but it's just all that CO two or whatever. So I needed to pour it out in a glass. Really good out of a glass. It was very good coming out of the kegs at yeah. uh, at the beer bands in public lands. Which jigger that they had going on out there at the home hum digger? At the old uh, bubble <laughs> lake there at the old uh, marina. So you think carbonation ha- uh, plays on taste a lot? No, I think it was just harder to drink. It plays on the effect it has you fi- on you physically. Okay, you you consume CO two, it makes you burp or it makes you bloat a little yeah. worse. Have you ever just been like so miserable with like gas pain in your stomach you just can't get sit or get comfortable? Yeah. I think that's I just, from too much CO2. Or at least that's my... If I drink too much pop, my tummy gets a little bit upset. I just know there's a level of uh, carbonation that would bring out the flavor differently in different beers. Well, I, don't, I have no isn't idea. Part of, and maybe I'm wrong. Isn't part of CO2 in the beer part of the fermentation process too? I don't I'm know. Not, I th- It's got to be. I think it has to be. Part of the fermentation process, CO2 is produced. Yeah, yeah, but can, wouldn't that only happen once you combine that with the air? Or would it be happening in the bottle? No, no, no. Look it up. I'm pretty sure there's CO2 produced as a fer- in part of the fermentation process. I have no idea. I sure could be completely is. wrong. I think that's right, though. Is CO2 part of, off, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying. I, I could be completely wrong, and if I'm wrong, Jesus, roast me again. But I have no idea about anything. I else. think yeah. that's carbon right. Carbon dioxide is a gas produced by yeast during fermentation and yeah. creates the fizz or condition characteristic God, of dude. beer. If I'd have got that wrong, you could have taken my degree away from me right in the minute because I'm pretty sure I had to map that fermentation process in a class. So. Look at that head. That's a good pour. God damn, you're getting good at that. Dom, when I met you, all you did was drink some domestic beer. And yep. look at you now. Look at me now. I'm so I've proud. Grown up. I'm so proud. You when you met me, I was <laughs> fucking 12 years old. Yeah, you, <laughs> you used to rag on me because I drank strange beers. And yeah. now look at you. Weird beard. Yeah. You got your weird beer. Weird beer with my weird beard. Get him get him some clippers. Dom um, used to be a big Sunny D guy, I remember. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so before we get to the big Sunny D thing, at some point in Sunny Delight's history, they changed their concoction. And I would say it was probably approximately 2010 or 2011. They made it better or worse? Worse. I was in high school. So it was... How do I put this? It was more... Watered down, I guess. Yeah, I'd buy that. Probably because they're killing people. I don't know. It used to be so good. It used to be thick. You'd get you pour a glass and it was like thick, sunny D. You know? <laughs> it would burn going down your throat. Thick like, D. Dude, that feeling in your mouth after <laughs> drinking sunny D, you're like, oh yeah. Oh, I hated that. I like sunny D, but I hated that. But at some point, they like lowered the. 
I don't know, they raised the water content, like the amount of water lowered the amount of juice that was in it and made it not as thick. And because before it's like chocolate milk yeah. and now it's like, I don't know, actually, okay, before it was like chocolate syrup. Yeah. And then now it was like chocolate milk. It's probably because they had to start truly water. putting on there what their fucking nutrition facts were. <laughs> yeah. They're like 7,000 grams of sugar. Please, let's decrease that. We're giving them corn syrup with a little bit of water in it. <laughs> Those were the days, though. Sunny D in the morning. Whew. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, I'm not going to sit here pretend I didn't drink Sunny D. I definitely enjoyed a good Sunny D. Did you guys like Capri Sun when you were a kid? Yeah, but what flavor, though? I liked Wild Cherry, for sure. I think the only time I would really get Capri Sun was, like, after a soccer game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but we also... So, <laughs> I grew up at baseball tournaments and shit. We had coolers packed full of stuff, and we had, like, Kool-Aid Jammers Capri Suns. Kool-Aid Jammers. <sighs> this is a tough one here. Okay, so do you guys remember the barrels? The little juice oh, barrels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely I did. Are you asking me what flavor I liked best? Yeah. Orange. Red or purple? Pur- Dude. Can you please say cherry or cherry hey, or grape? <laughs> yeah, I guess let's flash sure. back to childhood. Well, we were talking about colors earlier. I was trying to stay on. <laughs> How do you know that was I don't my know. red? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the cherry one. Orange or red is for me. Dude. Orange I- was very good. How do you know your orange isn't my red? So maybe we're all green because we were taught the same color as orange. I think I think so I think here's what ruined me um from grape things. I don't like grape things to this day really. <clears throat> I'll I'll occasionally try something that's grape flavored like a fake ass like Kool-Aid or something, you know what I'm talking about? But uh when I was a kid, there was like a like a child's Tylenol, but it was grape flavored and it was chewable. And so every time I feel like I try something grape, I automatically like snap back to when I was a little kid and I was sick and I just want to gag every time I like taste something grape it makes me think I'm chewing on like a chalky ass piece of chewable medicine for a kid. So bad. I don't that's like the, grape things. That's the reason a lot of people are turned off from like seven up and Sprite because they it reminds them of being sick. Cause when yeah. you're a little kid, your grandma gives you chicken noodle soup and a Sierra mist or whatever, a Sprite. When was the last time you had a Seven Up or Sprite without whiskey or something in it? Because I don't remember the last time. <laughs> I used to. I used to only drink that sort of stuff when I was like in high school and like before that. I didn't like dark pop for whatever reason. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah. You uh, like the citrus? Yeah, pops. I really like the citrus stuff. Sierra Mist, Sprite. I didn't really like Seven Up. Seven Up is what I had when I was sick. Yeah. And so that's what reminded me of being sick. So I didn't like to drink that. Um, but yeah, when I was in high school or junior high or whatever, if you would have asked me what I wanted to drink and it was a pop, it was going to be one of those citrusy drinks. When was the last time, like, what'd you like drinking? Did you ever drink pop? I feel like I don't ever really remember Skylar just ordering a pop to drink. No, I, I used to drink a lot of pop when I was little, but really? I kind of stopped. Yeah. What'd you drink when you were young? Root beer, cream soda. Oh, root beer is so good. What kind of root beer though? Code red cream. Was it code red Mountain Dew? Was it yeah. Dew? What kind of root beer? Root beer, A and W. I was not a huge. I am still Ooh. not a huge root beer fan. Oh, I loved root beer when I was a kid too. But I think Barks might have been a little bit better. Well, those are fighting subjective. words. I mean, 
Yeah. Those are fighting words. They're making them both, so they both must be good. I mean, <laughs> you're so fin- you're such a fence sitter. It's in- it's it insults me. It insults me how much you agree with everybody. No, they're both good. I I too kind of agree with you. I'd like all root beers. Actually, homemade root beers by little places that make little root beers, just like microbreweries make beer. Yeah. Little places make root beer. Always good. Yeah. What's that? There's what's a place in town, and I'm not going to name them. They make homemade root beer. It's fucking delicious. Hmm. What does that I, mean? I don't know how to tell you what it is. Uh, where? What was our mascot in high school? What was our mascot in high school? Don't say oh, okay. it. Okay, yeah, that place makes a homemade root beer. It's really good. The one that can't see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's our he's our he's our un he's our mascot and tiger with the inability to see. That's the place that makes good homemade root beer. Okay. He's got a visual you know disability. I think so. Yeah. And he's from Sumatra. Okay. Yeah. Scar okay. from the line or from the <laughs> from the Jungle Book. No, no, it's not Scar. What's that guy's name? What's the fucking Bengal tiger in uh, Jungle Book? I have no idea. Oh, damn it. It's going to drive me nuts. I'll look it up. Don't worry. Keep going. What were we talking about? <laughs> I did drink... Uh, Root beer. I did drink cream soda as a kid because I think my mom liked cream soda, but I never got into root beer. I don't know what it is. And those little... Uh, Bottle caps. Do you guys remember the bottle caps? Oh, yes. yeah. Flavored bottle, bottle caps. Mm. If I would get one of those that was root beer, ruin my entire day. Oh, Sheer Khan. Remember Sheer Khan from Jungle Sheer Book? Sheer Khan. Dude, I don't remember the Jungle Book. Really? I don't think I watched it as much as the I did. Bare Necessities? I mean, I watched it, obviously, but I don't think I watched it as much as other I mean, films. Lion King was better. There's no doubt. Oh, okay, yeah. Speaking you get, of. You guys got to go watch the new Fuck one? yeah. The real you Lion King to. is coming out. Have you seen that? I've seen pictures Some, of it, yeah. Like the, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think you've probably seen it yet. No, that looks so good, man. I don't even. So the coolest, the coolest game I used to play when I was a little kid, the coolest game I used to play when I was a little kid uh, was on the Sega Genesis. Um, this is like one of one of the reasons I got into video games when I was young. We had a Sega Genesis growing up. Um, I used to play like sports games, all the, you know, like NBA 96, NBA Live 96, I think's what it was. Loved that game. But the one game that had nothing to do with sports or Sonic the Hedgehog, because Sonic the Hedgehog was awesome too, was uh, the Lion King game on Sega Genesis. You never played that? I don't think so. Oh my God. You should try to figure out if it's on the internet somewhere. It was so badass, dude. So cool. You had to like run, you remember uh, what's the, uh, there was like a trample where his dad gets trampled. What are those like? Well, wildebeests or whatever the hell oh, they yeah, were. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like run away from them and do all kinds of crazy stuff, like just like in the movie. And to like pass one of the levels, you have to like jump into these monkeys that throw you in a certain direction based on whichever like way they're facing. And to change them to like win the level, you'd have to like go up and hit a button and go Rawr! and it'd scare the monkeys the other direction. So you'd have to like hit this right pe- pattern to shoot around and get out. So fun, dude. I don't know if I ever beat the game because I was like four, but it was so fun. I just run around and scare the monkeys and make them hop around. It was so cool. Call your older brother to come beat the level for you. No, he never played that. He wasn't cool enough. He beat Sonic the Hedgehog and I, I would watch. I'm trying to think of some games that I played when I was young. There's nothing that cool, I don't think. Madden 94 on the Super Nintendo was a staple. The coolest thing about that is when... Um, you would tackle somebody and they got hurt. They'd bring the ambulance out on the field. And it's all like, you know, 32-bit or 8-bit or whatever. But <clears throat> it was just kind of funny seeing those guys. So what was out. the... was Surely that, that came after... That had to come after the Sega, right? I would think. Yeah. So the Super Nintendo was like... Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 is like one of the best of all times, I would think. 
But what was like a new gaming system when you were a kid? Like you had older siblings, but what was like the hot item when you were, you're four years younger than me. <laughs> Say that again. Four years younger Three than Three years you? younger than me? Say that one more time. You're not two years younger than me. Yeah, I am. Age-wise? What year were you born? 94. Yeah, I was born in 90. 90 yeah, you're right. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> Good call. Anyways, uh, PS1 was so kind that, of the first thing I like remember. That was the first thing you got into? Yeah. yeah. that's what I got. Scott and I got a PS1. Used to play uh, Command & Conquer. The original Command & Conquer. I don't even know. What kind of game was that? Uh, I don't. Do you know, Dom? <laughs> it's seen, like a strategy game of some sort, wasn't it? Yeah, you like tanks, infantry, stuff like that. You could have boats and airplanes, and you just kind of like Age of Empire. You ever play Age of Empires? I know what it is. Or that like makes Starcraft. more sense. To me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I remember getting a PS One. It was badass. Yeah. So we got a PS One when I was a kid, and then so my grandma had the Super Nintendo. So. And that's because my uncle had it or something um, at one point. And that's why I remember playing that all the time. But PlayStation 1 was like the first console that we had in our house. And played Mortal Kombat was oh one of them. Um, the Gran Turismo game, whatever. It was probably the Gran Turismo game at that point. Badass. Um, let me think here. Oh, so my mom... At my mom's work, they would get these demo copies of PlayStation 1 games. And I can't remember what it was, but like it would have just trials of six or seven games that you could play. And one of them was, um, it was called Medieval or Medieval or something like that. Excuse me. And you were like the skeleton guy that would run around and you had a sword and I don't even remember the concept of the game because I was like three or four years old at this point but you just run around with a sword and slice some shit up but PlayStation 1 and then when I was in it was relatively new at the time I think maybe a year old or two years old maybe when the Xbox came out um, I got an Xbox and I think that kind of that really started me there's another one in there <clears throat> that really started me on my console gaming career, which is still going. Dude, so do you, this is funny. Do you want to know the first introduction I had to a PS1 and like when I went home and I wanted a PS1 so bad? We were <sighs> kindergartners or first graders. Went over to a buddy of ours house, someone we've all known for a really long time, to his birthday party. Played PS1. Loved that shit. Played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, that's couple other games thought that was the most badass thing of all time and i went home and i told my mom how badly i wanted a ps1 do you know whose house i was at his name was trey allen todd this is what his first stint linda and then he moved out and came back mm-hmm. bro and he when he did when i came home from that i was like mom i want a playstation one so bad trey had this game and its gaming system it was so fun rah, rah, rah. And my brother was sort of saying the same thing so the next christmas we got to uh PlayStation Fuck. that was so badass. So shout out T because he uh, he hooked you boys up by getting me started in PlayStations. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was a staple. What was that song? Here I am getting older all the time. Yeah, that song. Was I bad. love ska music, man. Oh, phenomenal! I have a cousin. Is that music. ska? 
that song? I think that's ska. Yeah, I would consider that ska. Dude, if ever I'm in a bad mood or I just like, if I want to get the energy levels up in the room, I'll throw on some fucking ska music <laughs> and just live in the moment, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. You gotta live it up. Gotta I live it up. I have a cousin who plays ska in his free time. That's like his hobby. Really? Ska band, yeah. I act like I'm surprised you've told me that before and yeah, I do remember. Sorry, right. just sell it to the people like yeah. you don't know. That's cool. Appreciate it. So, Skyler, we brought you back in the studio again for this conversation. Do you want to go more into video games before we leave this conversation? Do you guys ever play Halo? Yes, a little bit, actually. Um, I don't think I ever owned Halo, but I played it on like my friend's Xbox and stuff like that. Okay. Well, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I just I was gonna say I never played Halo at all. That's unfortunate. That was an awesome game. It's a great game. Anyways, yeah, we can segue into whatever's next. No, Halo Two. That was the game, though. That's like what got you yeah, started. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, that's what. Uh, oh, uh, Ninja. That's what he. That's what. The doc. The doc. That's the yeah. doc. Yeah. Well, no, Halo that's Two is doc. like the FPS game. Like that's what yeah. got everybody into it, right? It was the first comp game too. Yeah. Everybody started competing. I I have no so. No preconceived notion. I mean, I didn't even know. Uh, shit, man. I was probably sophomore in high school, and we started playing uh, COD. I can't remember which COD it was, but what we would do is we would take um, a TV and Xbox somewhere and play a fucking four-person screen mm. version of uh, Free yeah. For All. <laughs> and uh, we used to do that. That was a pregame ritual during basketball season. As the guys who didn't see JV, we would run over to like Shay Kershaw's house, set up the TV in the basement, and run a fucking <laughs> Free For All for three hours, and then go back to the gym. Uh, but that was the start of it for me. And then, uh, I think we all were there like during the black ops, black ops two, I think black ops was like the run. Cause that was like my senior year, right? Junior, senior year. That was like the November game. Yeah. Of my something senior like that. Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, that was humongous. Everybody played that game. Uh, and that was the year that we lost, like we were out for like a week of school, my senior year. And we all played for like I I would hate to know how many hours we played in oh that one God. week. Like I bet we put over a week uh, a week's worth of work into that game. I bet we put fifty hours in all of us just on that game. Oh yeah, easily. Just played that, that like fiends. Oh my God! Till like two in the morning because it was like oh for sure school's canceled. School's tomorrow. canceled again. Yeah. And then we'd all play in Skyler and Scott wouldn't have a mic, so it just that's be not us. true. You you are misunderstood. You've been saying that for the last ten years. It's the truth. No. Plasma Corn Dog never had a mic. That's just simply not true. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Then why'd you never talk? Did you not like us? I did. We did. Dom, am I lying here? I don't remember, man. My memory is so piss poor. I do not recall having conversations on Xbox Live with Plasma Corndog. It's too bad. It's too bad. I'm upset. Obviously, I'm not saying this because I'm happy you didn't talk to me. Like, oh, I'm glad he didn't come around. Let's bring it up a bunch. That's not what I'm doing. I'm roasting you because you weren't joining in on the fun. We used to run like a 16-person lobby and play ground war with just people from <laughs> Linden. <laughs> you could play 8v8 with just us from Linden. So I don't think that Skyler and Scott know that they have they influenced one of my Xbox Live accounts and to this day still have that account. The Which email one? is... Solid corn dog. Wow. Wow. Loyal royalties whenever he goes big. Yeah. Because the Farwells were as a 
cohesive unit plasma corn dog, correct? Mm-hmm. You guys had the Xbox Live account plasma corn dog. Didn't your family mm-hmm. have all the forms of matter corn dog? Oh, my cousin had uh, liquid corn dog. So you had solid corn dog. I had solid corn dog. And then there's no gas corn dog, but plasma actually is what would you call it? A state? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the four states of matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of the four states. Liquid, solid, gas, plasma. Plasma, yep. yeah. That's so what I was saying. I thought it was the four states of matter corn dog. Mm-hmm. But you didn't invite me to be a gas corn dog, so I was just a lame ass. Hey, it was out there. It was yeah. available. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Speaking of the four states of matter. Oh. Let's go back to Friday's conversation. We were talking about space. Oh. Are there aliens? Do you want me to be like outrageous or give you my honest take on it? Both. Uh, outrageously, yes, absolutely. But it's I don't know that there's this conception of aliens that we all have, but I will also think that the universe is so massive and expansive that it's almost ignorant to believe we're the only beings in it, like, in my opinion. There's so much out there that we don't know that it's silly to be like, ah, oh, we're the only ones. Disagree. Are there aliens? Yes. Where? Somewhere in our universe. In our universe? Yeah. You think so? Are you are you implying that you believe in a multiverse? Yes. Yeah. I, in all. Well, I guess if there's a multiverse, Wait. there's a universe where there's no... So explain multiverse. Like, So obviously I understand there's like a bunch of galaxies within a universe. Right. There's a ton of galaxies, millions and millions of galaxies. Within Maybe I'm universe. misunderstanding myself. Yeah. Go on. So so there's the universe, which is all, 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 quote, quotes, all. And then there's like a Milky Way that we all like live in, right? Mm-hmm. That's our galaxy. And our galaxy is, you know, what's the what's the acronym for all the, the planets? Uh, Solar system. No, no. There's like oh. an acronym that has all of them. In, it's not important. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say the acronym that does all the planets in a row, right? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. But that, there, yeah, there's... It's my very... It's something. not an acronym. Yeah. It is an acronym if you make it into an acronym, right? Well, it is, but not the way you were Irregardless, saying. irregardless. Not important. So there's our galaxy... And there's a bunch of galaxies within our universe, correct? But there's a ton of galaxies. So it's it's so massive, you can't even grasp it. Like, at least I can't. I can't understand. And I think we don't even understand, right? True. Yeah. Well, I think so the, what did you say? Well, I think the, the, the multiverse theory is that there's multiple universes. Is that how you pluralize universes? Universe I, universes? I think it's universes. You're good. Uh existing like separate of one of them and sometimes they're stacked on top of one of another i don't know much about it but um basically that there's anything that could ever happen has happened any 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 route that are so i guess as small as breathing a half a second later you know there's a universe that's exactly the same as the one we're in right now except in that mm-hmm. other universe you breathe, you took a breath a half a second sooner than you did before and so you can imagine you start from a point and then it just exponentially grows so there's so there's an infinite amount of universe universes in this theory i guess so multiverse theory is like string theory then no What's the difference between... Well, isn't string theory that were there like every single option you could have made today or every decision you could have made was made already, right? 
every alternative to the decision you made was already made at some universe? Yeah, I think that goes along with the multiverse idea. What's string theory then? Am I completely off base? String theory, I think. I I don't know. It's the idea of like information traveling instantaneously. I have to Google that. Keep talking. Let's go back to aliens. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah, aliens. Yes, 100%. There has to be. If not near 100%. Just based on there's there's uh, the Drake equation, which what is that? It's an equation that estimates the likelihood of aliens capable of communication in our universe. And that equation, the the percentage is changing, has to be changing. I guess as time goes on, it would change. Yeah. So what is the Drake equation at now? I have not a clue. Uh, Excuse me. Is it Drake the rapper's theory? (laughs) One take Drake? Like right out of Toronto, he's just up there just theorizing that there's aliens. I mean, surely as we discover planets that could inhibit life. Inhibit? That's not the right word. Inhabit? As we discover planets that could harbor... Uh, yeah, harbor life. Harbor life. Yeah. Then that equation has to increase or grow, right? Mm-hmm. Like the likelihood increases. That's yeah. got to that's got to pertain to that that percentage, I guess, of likelihood. Um, I I don't. I obviously believe that aliens are real. Yeah. Um, the fact that we haven't found. Or the fact that we say we haven't found any other life forms outside of our own. It's kind of off-putting, I guess. I don't know. Do you, so that's another question. Do you think we've already... Do you th- So we've talked about Big Brother and them a lot here in the last two episodes where we've all been together. Do you think we've already discovered aliens and we're hiding the fact that we've discovered them? Or do, do you think that... I, go ahead and I'll talk about mine afterwards, my opinion, but... I, who knows? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I just. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible that they're. I say they're the government. I, I'm assuming you're referring to is yeah. hiding. I don't think so because I if unless the aliens are just like you know basic organic life and but not like if, this all knowing person that we kind of think they are. Yeah, or like Earth. intelligent, like as intelligent as humans are more intelligent. I think that'd be kind of hard to hide. Yeah. That's my thing is if we if we truly, which is 100% like possible and practical to think that there's people in this universe or in this existence that are beyond us by a lot. That's so, that's so realistic they would choose to not let us know they exist. You know what I mean? I think they're totally capable of saying we don't want them to know, so we're not going to let them know. So I feel like if aliens are what we pretend to think they are, even like our most upper echelon of government and army and warfare and all these other people that would be hiding it, they wouldn't even let them know. Yeah. I think I think I've heard of an idea similar to that where you can imagine a like universal federation or like government of some kind, you know, that involves 
not government, but uh, I guess federation is the right term, where like biological life has to reach a certain threshold of intelligence before they can be accepted into whatever it is. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, there's tons of different theories. Yeah, there, have you, so so I'm a biology guy. Have you ever uh, read anything on Richard Dawkins? Obviously, he's like a pioneer of like evolution and- Brian like, Dawkins? Yeah. Oh. No, <laughs> Richard. He's huge in like the, he's huge in like the, uh, Richard, what's <laughs> happening? No, uh, I, I think his name's Richard. I, I'm pretty sure that's right. He wrote The Selfish Gene and um, I don't, I'm going to misquote it for sure, but um, he's, his first opening, and, and you'd enjoy this, I'd, I, ha- I own the book. I would let you read it. This is probably the last book I actually read from cover to cover um, in college by obligation, right? Uh, but I read it because it actually kept me involved. But the first chapter, he said something about like, of course, there's there's other species in the world, and and he's like an atheist, like he's anti-religion, like he's he's very like honest, and he debates a lot of people in religion, not agreeing with him or disagreeing with him, but he had a pretty cool take where he said uh, the first uh, page of his book was something along the lines of if there were a higher being in the universe, some sort of you know alien that was much more um further along an evolutionary cycle much more uh, technologically advanced than we are they would come to the earth and they would ask us have you figured out why you are who you are like basically do you know what evolution is and why it exists and why we've like evolved and they said that they've probably come to earth a million times and they've asked us do you know what do you accept evolution as why you are who you are nope okay we're not gonna let you know anything more and like his propagation was basically like you you won't they're not gonna let us know that they exist until we acknowledge why we are who we are so is this what you were saying or am i thinking of this backwards kind of i mean i guess it's a similar format were you so i took skylar saying that the government was hiding aliens until we found life form that was as advanced as humans are oh no when i you were you were saying the opposite way was, You're saying that the aliens are hiding themselves from us until they realize that humans are on the same or a certain echelon of intelligence as they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of it backwards. I was thinking that the aliens, which was confusing myself because if an alien can find out about us, they've got to be smarter than us because we can't find out about them. Sure. Okay, I'm on the same page now. So you guys are on the same wavelength and I'm on the same wavelength, same wavelength now. Before we get talking about any other aliens and stuff like that. Both of you have brought up books that you've read and I want to talk about, please try to remember the first of October, which is a Dr. Seuss book that I think everybody should read, but that's the last book I can really remember reading cover to cover. What is it about? I've never even, <sighs> that's a good question. I read it when I was like six years old. Oh, okay. I <laughs> thought you were about to tell me some shit. Dr. Seuss wrote that I never no, knew. No, 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 no. It is a, it is a Dr. Seuss book and I'm, it was like one of my favorite Dr. Seuss books when I was a kid, but I really liked to argue my mother. That was a really good one by him. Do you yeah. remember that one? Was it a was it a bird? I was walking around asking people, "Are you my mother?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think so. Oh, speaking of Doctor Seuss, I was I was in eighth grade Scholars Bowl. <laughs> Holy cow! This is probably one of the top five embarrassing moments of my life. Oh. I'd love to hear number one, but go on. Yeah, we won't go to number one. But uh, so I was <clears throat> in. I think it was against Chase County. And they asked a question, you know, based on Dr. Seuss book, what's the rest of this book? One fish or one fish, two fish. It's fish, blue fish. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> what did you say? So, three well, fish, four fish. I said three fish, four fish. <laughs> I just... <laughs> oh, yeah. this guy. Did you, did. did you ring in earlier for that too? Yeah. Oh, no. So yeah, so that's minus five points. I know. I was in it. I know, I know. So I, I think there. my brain just twitched and I just like thought, well, consecutive numbers. Three fish, four fish. <laughs> and just answered... <laughs> What an idiot. It's proof right there. Sometimes you can't overthink things, kids. Oh, my gosh. Okay, back to aliens. What is Area 51? (laughs) Uh, uh, Technologically advanced um, Air Force Base, where we try to develop new technology we don't want people to know about. Okay. Skyler? Same thing? How would you agree? Yeah, I think it's... Smoke and mirrors? I think it's some place that our military develops, designs, creates, and tests uh, military-style technology. I don't know if that's... You'd think they would make it more clear, right? I mean, they make it clear. Well, I don't know. You can't really tell if they're putting on a show, if they're doing the smoke and mirrors thing, or you know, if they're just trolling. Mm-hmm. If the government's just trolling the United States or whatever, the people. You would think that if that were the case, if it is just testing like military-style equipment, that they would make it more clear. And maybe they do. I have no idea. But they make everything so, and I'm sure you can't say a lot of things, but they make it so tight-lipped about Area 51 that... Mm -hmm. All there is to do is to believe that it's got something to do with extraterrestrials. No, yeah, I, I would, uh, I would love to sit here and be like, "Oh, they're reverse engineering the Roswell wreckage." Like that's what I want to say, but I'm not going to pretend that that's actually happening. And it could full well be happening, but um, that was like. That was like the lamest thing I've ever said where I just said something and then like <laughs> backed it up with it could be happening. I don't know. I don't know. That's like the worst take of all time. But um, yeah, but it that, could be. It could be. Absolutely. That's dude. So one of the coolest shows I've watched in a while was on a history channel, I think. And it was uh, it was called uh, Decoded. But I'm trying to think of the guy that um, that was like the, he was the author of a book and it was all based off him. I'll come up with it. I'll Google it after this. Doesn't matter. Um, He. He just, they went into like some of the world's, uh, well, the world's, the United States' biggest, uh, like conspiracy theories, and they just like dove into it. And I wouldn't say I'm like a conspiracy theorist, but I'm definitely interested in hearing people's takes on conspiracy theories. Like, I'm not sitting here, like, in my basement trying to figure out what's going on in the world, but I'm also interested to hear like what people think might be going on. That's always cool. And that's what you talk about, Area 51. There's a, there's an episode yeah. on that with Area 51. It's gonna drive me nuts till I figure out what the name of that guy is. You guys can talk about it more, but I don't know. As a person who doesn't research a lot into stuff like that, I am interested when people are talking about it. So if I do find a show that talks about Area 51 or aliens or whatever, like go on. Brad Meltzer's. That's all his name is. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, it does grab my attention, but. I'm not completely idiotic when it comes to conspiracy theories and things like that. Like I can kind of determine right from wrong, but on something like that, you just really, 
I don't know because I'm not there. I don't, I don't experience that on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So, and I can never get there because <laughs> we you haven't. step one foot yeah. across the line and you're handcuffed and blindfolded and a bag over your head and earmuffs on. Is that bad? It's not bad. It depends on who the cop is. <laughs> if they're nice. <laughs> At least if they're ginger. Like if they're nice and like a like little bit. They ginger? Have a, they have a little bit of man, like gingerly with you. They treat you gingerly. Oh. <laughs> I don't want a ginger. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, like if they're nice and like tender with you, then gotcha. you kind of turn nice. Okay. They're physical. It's depends on what you're into. Yeah. Multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that blows my mind. I, We've talked about that before. That's um, some of the coolest conversations I've ever had. Um, wh- one that really, really sticks out uh, about this topic e- exactly was you You have a twin. And I think you might have been there. I can't remember. But it was me and Kale, who are physical scientists, like as lame as that is. We're like people who've learned to like see it, feel it. And that's the proof, right? Like here's some like evidence that this exists or some evidence that this is real. And then, um, and then, uh, it was, I think, I don't know, maybe you weren't there, but I've had this conversation with you present too, but there, it was also, um, Chase, it was Chase's graduation party and your brother. So both of them guys are engineers and like a lot of that work is theoretical and, um, intangible evidence that you can just prove with math and some theories not saying that's not tangible, but it's less tangible than like physical science. Um, we had a conversation to like, f- we started, we sat down on the porch at like 10 PM with like a cooler, a beer and just started chatting. And we talked till like three 30 in the morning, just about everything, like the multiverse, all these theories I've never even thought of. And I was literally, this is like, we've talked, I talked about before, like when at a certain point, when you talk about the universe, like I lose my train of thought because it's so much more than I can understand or grasp that I just get like overwhelmed and I have to just stop thinking because it's like, oh, I've lost myself. And that was one of those nights we talked for like five hours and it was awesome. It was one of the coolest conversations I've had in a long time. Um, but that was like, that was like a moment where I was like, Jesus, there's a lot more going on than I've ever, uh, ever thought about. And so like multiverse was one of those topics. And I'm like, Oh boy, what is the multiverse? I don't even know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I, I don't know. I, there's so many theories out there. What do you mean? Maybe, maybe not. Exactly. Oh, it's a theory. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> that theory. That's what I'm saying. The theory yeah. blows my mind. So, yeah. If you're I, saying maybe, maybe not. It's real. Right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Sorry, okay. I didn't didn't mean that in an no, offensive way at all. No, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, maybe you think that, but maybe you don't. I don't. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> like, just what? like Dominic was like, "What's he mean by that? What's going I don't on? Really know what he means either." <laughs> my take on it all is just like at at the end of the day. At this point in time, nobody really knows what, whether it's true or not. Yeah. Well, you just like the multiverse, for example, Mm -hmm. it's a theory that's out there that some people think is true or a possibility, Mm -hmm. but who knows? That's kind of just, that's kind of just faith in science though, right? At that point. At some point or another, there's something you can't tangibly explain, and that's sort of like the like, that's sort of like, this is going to sound really, really, really um, oversimplified, but here's one argument that people make about like, for example, flat Earth. What can you physically prove to me right now 
what can you physically show me that you can tangibly prove that the earth isn't flat? Well, I can't. Well, that's a picture you just showed me on the internet. How do I know that's real? That's the worst argument of all time. Proving something tangibly is really hard to do, but at some point you have to, you can prove a lot of things tangibly, but at some point there's a point where you just have to trust that science is science, right? Or do you think that's completely misconstrued? So the only thing I could say about that is the easiest way that I can convey to somebody that the world is round, the earth is round, is throwing something up in the air yeah. and watching gravity take its toll on that object. And that would be enough to show you that the earth is not flat, right? I, I mean, am I wrong in saying that? I mean, a flat earther is going to disagree so. with you somehow, but I'm not saying... I, I don't do. know what their argument is against gravity. No, but if you remember the like pull. playful argument we had before on the pl- on the podcast, probably like, I don't know, it was probably almost 10 episodes now ago, and Mike was just kind of being like the devil's advocate and saying, how can you prove that to me? How yeah. can you prove that to me? Yeah. That's the argument. Because we were talking about being on a... Well, being on a plane, too. Yeah. And Curtis said you could sort of see the horizon at a certain spot. I think you have to be pretty fucking high up. I'm see. not saying but, that I agree yeah, with him no, or disagree with him, but I'm saying that a devil's advocate at some point is just going to say, how can you prove that? How can you prove that? Right. Well, if it's flat, it's only going to go up and down because it's flat, right? That's basically what I would think a flat earther would say because I'm not scientifically invested in this flat earth theory, but I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. Is that critics just find a way to um, try to disprove you with like the most vague questions of all time. Yeah. Like, well, that's not true because of this. And it might not have like the slightest bit of proof, but it holds weight enough just because they're asking why. And so at some point you have to say, because there's this much evidence that we've used this much millions of dollars to prove with satellites and orbit and space like travel and everything yeah. else we've done in the world that you just have to understand. We didn't just waste $10 billion to send a fucking, you know, something to Mars because we're flat and we can send something to something else that's flat. I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with a flat earther because I would just get pissed and say, you're fucking wrong because you're just wrong. It's not true. Exactly. I want to sit down like I am with you guys, flat earther and realist or non-flat earther and listen to them go back and forth mm-hmm. at each other. Yeah. And, that I, and that's the thing is, do we have a personal friend that's a flat earther? Do, are you, you're not a flat earther. No. Okay. Why'd you say it like that? My, my brother's a flat earther. My older brother. Okay. I, I know he is, but does he ever sway you? Does he have the ability to sway you with things that he says? No. Okay. Well, I'm not saying that. He, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I don't have anything else to say on it beyond what you're going to say. I don't know. I don't have anything anything to say about it. So he just it just plain is just like you just kind of acknowledge it or Well he I mean he brings up points that are just kind of moot. But he believes in them. I I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't I don't personally know somebody, so I've never had to like either argue or deny with somebody who like di- like like wholeheartedly agrees with the flat earth theory. Obviously, we've all been assholes. We all are the same friend group. We know that at some point, you're just going to try to get somebody triggered by saying, well, why? <laughs> That's just who we are as a group. At some point, you're going to just try to, like, some point, uh, someone's going to try to piss me off or piss Dominic off or piss you off, and they're just going to be the devil's advocate to everything you're saying. And, and 80% of the time, it works because we're pretty good at that as a group. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I'd, I would be interested to just sit down and talk to somebody and... um 
I'm not well studied in proving flat earthers wrong, but I'd be interested to hear what flat earthers have to say. Um, I just think it's it's more about because my brother doesn't he he watches a lot of videos and um, he I guess you could say he's passionate about trying to understand flat Earth so much that he isn't open to because whichever side you're on in any sort of controversy or debate or on either two sides you have to be open-minded to what the other side is saying i think um otherwise you can't really fully understand i guess and i can Um, see like if you were just born into this earth and you were 24 years old and you didn't go through schooling if somebody said hey the earth is flat i would say yeah you're probably right i don't know i've never seen the edge of earth but I've also never tried flown around the earth and came to the same spot. Yeah. So for somebody like me or for somebody that was my age, that was never going through the school system or whatever, just as is at this point in time, you could probably convince me that the earth's flat because I live in Kansas now. So everything looks pretty fucking flat. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. So I don't know where that comes from, I guess, but I've watched several videos of flat earthers. Um, they do have a ton of conventions, by the way. So if we find one here in Topeka, we should go Dude, and talk to people. I would go in a freaking heartbeat. I would love to just listen to those guys talk. Me too. Because they're oh. fucking passionate about it. They are. The thing. Super passionate. If you find a flat earther, they're super passionate about what they believe. And that is the earth being flat. So really you could probably just learn stuff from them dude we should research it and just go to one even if it's like a hundred surely miles there's one no there's got to be one at the expo center i almost guarantee dude i would be so i would pay like i would pay a hundred dollars to go to that <clears throat> i'll check it out yeah we need to no I, I i agree with you it just it's i don't feel like we're extremely passionate in the opposite direction where we're like no no like but we're like we're the type of people who are sen- like I wouldn't say sensible is the right word, but we understand enough and have seen enough to know like you're silly to think otherwise. Or the thing is, we've all come from the same. Yeah, we've all got the same kind of viewpoints because we've all grown up in the same communities, things like that. Really, if I mean the 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 arguments that we had in like high school and junior high and prior to that, we're just out of straight, like straight competitiveness. Yeah. So we're just now getting into a situation where we're talking to our friends and arguing about stuff that we actually share different opinions on because we've experienced different things. Yeah. Cause prior to college, we're going through the same shit. So yeah. I think going to different colleges or having different life experiences after high school, not necessarily college, but after high school, when everybody kind of parts ways, when we get back together, we've got those, we've still got the competitive argument yeah. side of things, but we also have those different experiences as well that lead into those arguments that mm-hmm. never end and never end. And you talk about them forever and ever and ever. And every time we get back together, we do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. No, it's it's hilarious, actually. What's what's one thing you've recently read, Skylar, that just blows your mind? Like, what's one thing that's, that's piqued your interest lately? Besides, obviously, you've been heavily studying for finals coming up, but you're always a reader. You're always reading something that's in the news. That's that's what I mean. I never read the news. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're reading should. something that's something that's going on. Like, you always bring something mm-hmm. that you've thought about to me. Almost always. 
Here, I'll start the conversation. Trey, you know what I've been thinking a lot about? What's that? What's that? No, go ahead. It's your turn now. I started it. I've that's what you. Know, that's I've what you would say. I've been in on this conversation. I've, I've literally times. spent the last two weeks just studying, studying, that's looking fair. at stuff. That's fair. Uh, that's boring. Yeah, it is boring. Right? I did write a paper uh, in my tax policy class about mining asteroids. Which space. I haven't been thinking much about anything except mining asteroids. That's my name. My name's Skyler. Mining asteroids. What the fuck is mining asteroids? What happens during that whole jazz? Mining for what? Uh, raw materials. But it's not like it's not like the science behind <laughs> mining asteroids. It, it was. It's a tax policy course, so it was themed around. Well, I themed it around like developing a tax model for taxing companies who were to go out into space and mine asteroids or other celestial bodies. So time Dude, out. Keep going. Go ahead. You got I spent part of my monologue talking about going voyaging to a different planet. And now we're talking about mining asteroids that are traveling how fast through the fucking universe i have no idea how fast through our galaxy really fucking fast Real fast. really fucking fast so is that why we haven't gone back to the moon or is that why we haven't sent a man to mars or any other planet is because we're already thinking fucking four steps ahead and thinking about mining natural resources or minerals off haley's comet <laughs> off of haley's comet <laughs> So what was your question? I have no idea. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, so that's why we have went back to like the moon or to Mar- haven't yeah, seen yeah. Mars because we're thinking about where oh. we can find. Something. Is that too easy? Is going back to the moon too easy? We want to like do something else. Well, I think. Well, first of all, it's extremely, extremely expensive to send stuff into outer space. I think it's like ten thousand dollars per pound of payload or something ridiculous like that. So, do we really have? I guess my ten thousand dollars. Some amount of money we just made up. Yeah, I don't know. That's a stat I found online. So <laughs> yeah. take it for what it is. Do you know that SpaceX sells rocket ships? Really? Yes. How much? Could we get one? Like thirty three million dollars. Oh, we could do that easy. Easy. Crowdfund that for yeah, sure. Grow, go fund me. <laughs> SpaceX sells those. I did not know that. They have prices, at least, on their website. <sighs> For, like, personal... For their use. fucking rockets. Hmm. Dude, I would not get in one of those son of a bitches. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you. I'd rather live in, like, call it a day when I want to call it a day rather than be like, well, today there's, like, a 50-50 chance I ride this $33 million rocket into space or I die on, for, the, I die on for, the takeoff spot. Is it for personal, like, consumers to just buy and Dude, do what they want with? I have no fucking idea. It might just be on there to, like, show how much they invest yeah. into the rocket themselves, but it's oddly set up like a fucking website that is selling product. Excuse me. It's huh. badass. What would they offer? A two seater? Four seater? Dude, there's one that like you could put a full fucking bus in the front of it. 
<laughs> Just you and your whole friends. <laughs> Let's go to Mars. You pack an RV into the front of that motherfucker. <laughs> you got a picnic in there with you. We're going to go have a picnic on Mars, everybody. It's going to take us 18 hours. But... <laughs> We're going to eat this, this lunch meat that's going to be fine when we get there. Okay, so... We're not talking about going to the moon or going to Mars anymore. We're talking about going into space and harvesting meteorites. Yeah. So, so well, was that you read that and an What's article that we're trying that, or you just made that up and wrote a paper about it? I'm confused. Like, are we or, trying that as a country? No, not yet. There's two different. Well, there's multiple companies right now who are developing technology. To go and do that, but right now it's not economically viable to do that. Because what are you getting from these asteroids? Um, well, like there's metal classes. Yeah, metal's the main thing. Okay, like like uh, silicon, um, which is as you know used in technology a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then also other things like gold, yeah. iron. Oh, some metal to make the best sword of all time. Yeah, but precious metals generally, I don't know all of them, to be honest. Um, but it's it's uh, they've estimated that, like for example, one asteroid could contain more of the platinum group metal than has ever been mined on Earth. But they're still thinking that the resources they have to expend to get to that asteroid outweighs the benefit that they would receive from mining that. And that's why we're not pursuing that yet. That's part of it. And then also just technology to get there. Seems pretty easy. Elon's going to have that. It seems pretty easy. You just take a rocket ship up there and you get a big fucking net attached to it. Yeah. And you just catch them. No, and you just get like a big lever arm and you just chuck them into our orbit, right? Like you just hit them in the right orbit to throw them into the ocean. No, check this out. Big trampoline. Two rocket ships go up from the Earth with a big trampoline attached. Yeah, and they just deflect, deflect right into our. Earth. Yeah. What if What if it's too big though, and we just ruin our lives like Fuck. the dinosaurs? Okay. Third, third rocket ship is inside the atmosphere that catches it as it comes towards the Earth. Yeah, like a I'll receiver. Be, or, or, or you could just do what's that one movie Armageddon? We just go up mm-hmm. there, we blow the fucking asteroid up, and then the net catches it and takes it to Earth. Ooh, yeah, and he just sprinkles it into the water like a shotgun shell. Check this out, big vacuum. That's actually probably a humongous shop vac. Don't think those work in space, though, right? No, no, it still does negative pressure. I think. Fuck, it doesn't. It probably doesn't. It would work. Yeah. No, the va- there's the no. But the no the hose of the vacuum would have to be inside oh, yeah, of the Earth's yeah, atmosphere. It's a huge vacuum from Earth. You're a genius, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna be. Get- Hold on, my phone's vibrating. <laughs> yeah, it's Elon Musk. Give me. A yeah, second. they're <laughs> like, hey, we figured you out. Where you at? Stay still. Don't move. <laughs> no, I just figure we just teleport them onto Earth. You know, if they're. We've already re- we've already reverse engineered Roswell's wreckage <laughs> at Area Fifty One. We can do all of that easy. Probably just just fucking shoot a little laser up there and, and dude, it's just an, it's in Area Fifty One. My brain hurts from yeah. thinking about this. Are we going to get back to the moon? I don't think that's even challenging, th- is it? I don't. I mean, I think it's. I mean, obviously, it's possible. <laughs> obviously, maybe. But is it because it's so expensive they don't want to waste their time? I'm thinking since it's been 50 years, go back there. 
And I talked yeah, about this on my monologue. Much cheaper now. Monologue. Obviously, it's cheaper, but it's like do something, right? Yeah. You've sent satellites in orbit and stuff like that, and you've been. We've been to the space station. What do they call that? United Space Station, I think. Right? No. International. International Space Station. Don't we have our own United Space Station that's like separate? We have the International Space Station, but I think it's only Americans that are up there, which is kind of... No, I think there's China people up there. There's Chinese people. China people. That was so racist. Chinese people. (laughs) Jesus Christ. China people. Them China people. Yeah. No, I think there is. I think there is. I think... I thought there was like a piece that detaches every once in a while. I could be completely wrong. I thought that we just like veered off and then linked up with them every once in a while and then left. I don't know. I have no idea. But the moon thing, I th- I think there's an there's a radiation belt between Earth and the moon, which makes it almost nearly impossible. So how do we go past the moon? Go past the moon. Don't we go? Like to fucking Mars, didn't we? Oh, you mean humans going through the radiation belt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, which I think causes some serious problem. Like I, I, I don't know, but I, I've heard that it's heard. I've read that it's. Uh, <laughs> so like he's just talking to NASA. Hey, Sky. <laughs> yeah, they call me every Tuesday. <laughs> Conference brief, call. Brief me. Skype. No, but there's a really intense radiation belt that actually supposedly would kill anyone who passed through. You so know. what happened to Homeboy? What happened to the homeboys Neil. that went up there in the late 60s? Yeah. 70s? Uh, maybe they didn't go up there. Oh, I don't know. Geez. That's a whole different... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Here we go. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to that or, or what. But that's just something to... So think about completely unrelated, not even close to a series. Did you see the two people in NASA thing that did a handshake when a fucking rover landed on Mars? I saw no. that. Oh my god, they did a fucking huge like NFL receiver. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Like a secret handshake thing? Yeah. No, I mean it, it wasn't secret as shit. It looked like it was a copy of two NFL receivers. I can't. Yeah, remember. but yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It was just the nerdiest looking folk, and they were just like high five and backhand five into like this cool ass shit right and after they landed <laughs> no i need to watch that that's pissing me off too that we've been sending this fucking rc cars up to mars when it's yeah didn't, cars. Didn't, elon, <laughs> didn't elon send a tesla with a dude sitting in the front seat like a little mannequin and he yeah. keeps taking videos of it when it orbits elon's like ah, i could do this on my own we don't yeah need so United States. the funny thing about that was people kept asking him what his plans were if he was going to get involved with the community, like talk about it or whatever. And he said, no, there's no plans. We just sent a fucking car up into space to orbit. And that was it. He's like, I don't know. Maybe somebody comes along and they say, so what is this? They worship this car or something. I don't know. They have literally no plans for it. They did it just because they could. Elon is Elon is that he's a mic drop king. Like that dude is so ill. It's not even funny. Dude, he's crazy. That and that's that's typical Elon. Like they're probably sitting around a table like this, like, what could we do? And he just says, I don't know, let's send a car into space. Let's take one of our Tesla one of our half, Teslas. Half puffing on Joe Rogan <laughs> yeah. joint. And was it's like, like oh, send a car to space. Send a car to space. And they're like, then what? And he says, That's it. <laughs> I don't know, motherfucker. I'm worth like forty billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then we make a flamethrower. Yeah. I don't know. I'm living forever. I'll do whatever I want. 
That was like the creepiest thing. We listened to that on the way home. We were like a little bit hungover. I think it was me and Skyler. We listened to Elon's talk with Joe Rogan about uh, uh, AI. Mm-hmm. And oh, he just like wow. he sounded like he sounded like every horror like like every terrible end of times movie of all time. He's like Elon, what do you think about that? He's like, there's like an awkward like three second pause. He goes, I tried to warn them, they wouldn't listen. And me and Skyler were like, Jesus Christ, Jeez. this guy ain't kidding. Like he was like a fucking monotone, dead serious. I tried to warn them, I tried to warn them, and they wouldn't listen. And he's got that South African accent, so it's got like yeah. a little bit of like a break in it. Oh, and he clicks with his mouth a lot. He could probably do ASMR. Probably, <laughs> dude. He'd be good at anything, really. Yeah, you know. Well, he probably already does. He's got like five ASMR channels. You don't even know about. <laughs> It'd be awesome. ASMR car that rides in the space. That's the name of the channel. That's what I heard from someone. Mining asteroids. What's the difference between an asteroid and a meteorite? Doesn't a meteorite enter the atmosphere? Yeah. Yeah. Meteorites like coming towards Earth in our atmosphere. Asteroids just orbiting. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm Joe Dirt, you're Joe Meteorite. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we gotta get we got what's he say? We gotta we gotta he's fucking talking to him. He's like, we gotta set some priorities, meteorite, or some <laughs> shit like that, or <laughs> he says some shit like that. Oh my god. Dude, you were eating off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. These queer? These queer? <laughs> you like to see homos naked? <clears throat> That's cool, man. That's cool. All right. So mining asteroids for precious metals and other, among other things. So you were writing a paper, right? Yeah. And this was just about contract law right or something like that what was it about yeah well there's obviously a ton of issues that would come up <laughs> yeah first off how are you gonna fucking get that motherfucker yeah and i didn't i mean it wasn't focused at all on yeah. the technical side on yeah. you know how it's going to be done or anything but more about how society because you know taxes yeah um you can't really escape that so how as a society, we might accept and embrace an industry like that as far as tax policy goes, you know, to to encourage it earlier on rather than later. So right now, it's not economically viable. You're not, you're not going to make any money by going and doing it now. Right. And also, technologically, it, it could happen right now, um, from what I understand. Um but obviously, as time goes on, technology will advance and we'll have, have better ways and more efficient means of going up there and extracting minerals from these asteroids. But yeah, the whole thing was just about how it could fit into our taxing scheme. Capitalism. <laughs> Capitalism. It's kind of like cheating, right? Everybody, all the other companies are forced to you know, make their products out of things that are mined on this planet. And some other company just says, fuck you. We're going up to the, <laughs> we're, we're going the to the outer space. space. Taking the tax breaks, dude. We're going to go make better cell phones <laughs> yeah. off of the asteroid G. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the cowboy wrangling that's going to be happening. You think <laughs> there's going to be astronauts up there? Like, yeah, trying to lasso a fucking 
asteroid. That's the move from like Austin Powers. They send that big ass fucking figurine in the space. Yeah. Just send a big ass robot that can lasso asteroids. No mat no mind the vacuum. Just send a big ass fucking humanoid up there that can I want to learn more about this. Do the rockets speed up to the asteroid and land on such said asteroid? Or do they catch it? Do they do they like make it explode and vacuum up the remains of this asteroid? I have no idea. This is probably not something you got into on your paper. Oh, a little bit. Probably all of the above. I th- I th- There's different depending techniques. On this, yeah, and depending on the size of the asteroid will make a difference. Um, I think one of the major ideas that will probably be more likely than the others is that they'll grab the asteroid essentially and pull it into close earth orbit or like lunar lunar orbit so it's kind of there it's closer because you got to think about the cost of getting from earth to the location of the asteroid wherever mm-hmm. it is but if we can pull it closer we don't have to travel as far and it's readily available right there in orbit the other thing is payload too if you're taking up a crew and machinery to mine an asteroid, wouldn't you rather just come up, grab it, take it back to Earth, mine it there? Just put enough gas on the on the on the thing to drive right back into the ocean. You just, I think you just crash right into the asteroid. Then yeah. you still have your rockets on the back, and you could just steer the motherfucker. Yeah, wouldn't that be yeah. awesome if you could just put put that shit on there? And then sometimes when you get close to the to the to the ocean, you just put like brakes on it. You just like you flip the rockets around towards the Earth and and just put it real nice. Right into the ocean, like it wouldn't fucking sink to the bottom of the Mariana <laughs> Trench. Like you just have something there ready to catch it. <laughs> just, Dude, I'm gonna read up on this. I'm not gonna read up on shit. I'm gonna go and watch videos about how to do this because I don't know YouTube anything University. about it. YouTube University is a real thing. It is. I think I've gotten smarter solely because of YouTube videos. Oh yeah. Everything that I've learned to do on this podcast. This is a shit podcast, but. People like it, and we're glad, we're glad that they like it. Everything that I've learned has come from YouTube. Yeah, oh, I know. I was I was there. I helped watch. We text each other. Like, did you see this? I don't know. Did you see this? I think I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to piss my pants. We should wrap up. How long have we been talking? Hour and some minutes. Twenty four minutes. Twenty five <clears throat> minutes. Good to go. Well, yeah, Skylar, thank you for being on the podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a dream of mine to be on here. Some this started in my bedroom. That's true. I forgot this, about it that. It did. It this original OG studio was like where Skyler lived. Lived. He lived there. I was there. Right. I saw it was my I bedroom. S- I laid yeah. on your bed. Not yeah. while I was podcasting, but I laid on your bed. Yeah. So, welcome Skyler. Maybe maybe Could someday again we'll have him back. Could have him back. Whenever he reads some shit that's not law students yeah. stuff. Yeah. You got a long Christmas break? I do. Read some stuff. Get back to us. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Here in like a month. Not even that. A couple weeks. Give me like, yeah, yeah you finish your finals. You got three days to read something good. Then yeah. we're putting you back on. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm really about, right. I'm, this is about to come out of my, right into my pants. Go pee. All Just right. get up and leave. All right. We can finish this. Thanks for joining by us. Yourself, by ourselves. Get a grip. <laughs> Look at him. He's waddling. wow well look at us that was informative it was my eyes hurt because my brain has been what is it thinking (laughs) 
<laughs> trying to grasp things, learn. I've been overstimulated today. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. It has been a long one, hadn't it? Been overstimulated today, which is a good thing because it makes me think about things. Space being one of them. It makes me tired. It makes me get sleep good. That's the most yeah, important Yeah, I'm going to sleep like a fucking brick. So, we will see you again on Friday. It has been the Beer Breath Podcast with Trey and with our guest speaker, Skylar Farwell. And yourself. And myself, Dominic. Maybe we'll get a full crew sometime. Soon. I'm sure sometime we will soon. soon. Yeah. Uh, I am Y. I am Y, full guys. Missing the guys. What? I am Y. I miss you. It's like, oh, okay. it's it's cool kid text speech that I don't really quite get. T9. All right, we're out of here. Later. See you next week. No, see you Friday. <laughs> <laughs>